Welcome to the Homilies and Reflections podcast by Father Steve Anderson from Holy Redeemer Church. Do not work for food that perishes, but the food that endures for eternal life. Sir, give us this bread always. The people had gone looking for Jesus after the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. They were looking for more, but they got much more offered to them. They were given nourishment that lasts forever, and we are partakers of that eternal nourishment, the Eucharist. It is the very presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ himself and the source and summit of our Catholic faith. In our first reading, we hear the whole community grumbling when things go wrong. Sounds pretty familiar. So are we different from them? Is it easier for us to complain and look for logical answers than to give life in what God the Lord tells us? Logic and complaining do not solve all of our problems. The truth is we are left with mystery, not answers. But we are never alone. Jesus is always present, always present to have him. He gives us comfort and leads us through our suffering to a better place. He continually feeds us, allowing us to become more united with him and his church. He leads us to truth and everlasting love for each other. Then Paul reminds us, it is better by becoming to believe in Christ, and we are all called to live in Christ, and all to be Christ for all. In this way, we become that love of Christ for all others. This last year and a half has been the most difficult for all of us. Not being able to receive Jesus, not being able to be in the church. And personally, I have been in the same boat as you. Almost two years ago exactly, July 16th, 2019 to be exact. I underwent open heart surgery. It was a triple bypass. My main artery was almost totally blocked. And leading up to all of that, before that was weeks, was I was working around here, working in the big school, and getting ready for that demolition that we had. I started feeling some chest pains, but I didn't think it was anything bad. I thought it might be stress. And I remember I'd be walking through the big school and feel a real pain in my chest. I'd be short of breath, and after a few minutes, it went away. So I still didn't think anything was wrong. Another time, I was driving into the parking lot here in the morning, and all of a sudden, I had this major pain in my chest. And I said, well, I'll go into the church and pray through it till it goes away. So it finally did go away, but I still didn't think anything was seriously wrong. And then I told our maintenance super, Bill Wells, the guy I was working with, and he was very concerned. 
He told me about his brother passing away from a major heart attack and suggested I get to a doctor immediately. And still, because of my shortness of breath, I thought it was my asthma. Did not think it was my heart. So, being the stubborn Irishman that I am, I went to my pulmonologist. Uh, my pulmonologist didn't really laugh at me, but he did check me out. And he told me that I was in the wrong office. I needed to go to the cardiologist. So the next day, I saw the cardiologist. And five days later, I'm in open heart surgery. And the rest of that is history. What I didn't realize, how long it would take to recover from the surgery or how long I would be away from praying the Mass and receiving Jesus in the celebration of the Eucharist. I was really only six weeks out. It seemed like a long time to me before I was able to walk back into the church. I was a physical mess. I'd lost a lot of weight. I needed my wife, Victoria, to hold my hand as I was trying to get up to the communion line. And granted, I was still trying to pray my breviary every day, but it was totally different than praying in the church. So when I got to the front of the communion line, I was an emotional wreck. I could barely breathe. I had tears coming down my cheeks. I was really crying. I was barely able to hold my breath, my head up, when I saw Mike Wilson getting ready to give me communion, and when he said, the body of Christ. When he said, the body of Christ, I almost couldn't say amen. And what I finally did receive, it was one of the most joyous days of my life. I've had many great days but it was like fireworks going off inside of me. And I knew it was something more and something better than I had received in a long, long time. It was an awesome day. At that moment, I could really feel and see what matters. It was the unity that Jesus brings us it's this peace, this love, this not worrying about the small stuff and realizing how much I miss Jesus in the Mass. But then, as we all know, the pandemic came along right after. Again, I couldn't receive Jesus in the Mass because of my health conditions. My doctors advised against assisting at Mass and being in large crowds. Assisting at Mass is one of my most favorite things to do as a deacon. And I did other things. I did some funerals, a few weddings, very small. I was able to help in the outreach. But the one thing I couldn't do as a deacon was assist at Mass, which I loved the most of all. But I realized, I really realized, I was not alone. For a while, most of us couldn't attend Mass, and still, some of us still can't attend Mass. 
The changes this time, not being in the church, praying the Mass, were different. Even though it was a long period of time, we could stream the Mass and we could pray. So I would stream many Masses. It wasn't the same as being in church in the presence of Jesus. And I am positive that this has happened to all of us who could not attend Mass in person. And I believe that it has taken a toll on a lot of us and in the church. Jesus reminded us in the gospel today that the manna has to be received every day. We have to be open to Jesus every day. All of us, together, being unable to come to church, we begin to lose something. The peace, the love, the understanding and compassion that Jesus gives us. And how disappointing has it been not being able to be with our family and with our friends at our parish. And now, with our return, we must let the church heal and we be united once again with Jesus to do all of his work within us. We need the Holy Spirit to open our hearts to love for each and all of us. So here we are all together, thank God, singing God's praises joyfully as one united church in Christ.